0: Hi, listeners, I'm back, and I'd like to read my latest article in Medium Online. The End of the Beginning. Eight of Sabin Howard's Doughboys get ready to go back to Europe. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there that the Yanks are coming, the Yanks are coming, the drums rum-tumming everywhere. Over There by George M. Cohen, 1917. Sculptor Sabin Howard is preparing to ship eight doughboys, a little girl, and two iterations of a mother figure back to the foundry in England for molding and casting into bronze. It's been a treacherous slog through the malefic synchronicity of the global pandemic as Sabin and his team sculpted the first 11 figures of A Soldier's Journey, the sculptural heart of the National World War I Memorial, to be installed in Pershing Park, Washington, DC. One year ago, I wrote about the start of principal sculpture. At the time, we had received only the first grouping of clay-covered, pre-sculpted foam figures from Pangolin Editions Foundry in Stroud, UK. Since then, all 38 figures have arrived in our studio. It was unthinkable last August that the whole world would pause this spring in an effort to slow the spread of a tricky and dangerous virus. Great disease was mighty and the people were sick everywhere. It was an epidemic it floated through the air. Well, we done told you, our gods done warned you, Jesus coming soon. The doctors, they got troubled and they didn't know what to do. Jesus is Coming Soon by Blind Willie Johnson, 1928. Given our tight deadlines, Sabin and I rented a small house near the studio. We formed a quarantine pod with our sculptors and models and our daughter Madeline. The guys worked ferociously, taking off only two days in June to bring the digital pre-sculpts to the level of Sabin's vision, high art. The word vision is deliberate. My husband is a relentless visionary. Sabin intends to play forward the human fingerprint in spite of or perhaps because of the digital age. To that end, he made strategic use of digital technologies. He employed photogrammetry, ZBrush software, and CNC milling. This technology gave him an advanced armature for his sure hands to sculpt on. Sabin says that real art is made by the hands, the head, and the heart. That, along with the skill and excellence of the artist, is what gives art its power and powerful Sabin's figures are. His standing mom, the third figure in the relief, rests her hands on her husband's shoulders with sorrow and grave concern. Her husband is going to war. Beautiful standing mom's face is one of the most poignant and expressive of Sabin's female heads, reflecting the anguish felt by those who stay behind as their loved ones leave for battle. They're breaking the hearts of mothers, making butchers out of brothers. You'll find more hell up there than there is down below. Kings up there, they don't care. For the mothers who must stay at home, their sorrows to bear. Stay at home, don't you roam. Stay Down Here Where You Belong by Irving Berlin, 1914. Standing Mom has come a long way from the blank Barbie doll mannequin that she was when she was pulled out of the shipping container last August. Now she's a real woman, with care writ all over her being. Sabin sculpts from life to achieve a precise specificity that resonates with the personal and intimate, as well as with the universal and archetypal. Heroic Mom, the fourth figure in A Soldier's Journey, trembles with anxiety. She clasps her husband's arm as he heeds the call to join his comrades-in-arms. She represents both an all-too-human woman who fears for her husband's life as well as the United States, which was initially reluctant to enter the war in Europe. At the start of principal sculpture, Heroic Mom was generic and emotionally flat, though the digital pre-sculpting imparted a false gloss of finish. In fact, to the uninitiated eye, the figures looked close to completion from day one in the studio. Sabin fielded some obstreperous questions. Aren't they good enough? Why will sculpting take so long? As if sculpting 11 figures to the level of high art in 12 months, even with a talented and dedicated team and the head start of digital prep, is anything short of miraculous. Before and after photos reveal the sculpture's journey from then to now. It's a journey of transformation, the transformation of art. Sabin explains that figurative art isn't realistic at all in the sense of a photographic copy. It's abstract. It's based on the artist's perception and education. The figure is metabolized and created anew by the talent, genius, hard work of the artist. Departing Dad, the fifth figure in the relief, has a handsome, unscathed face from the world as it was before the devastation of the Great War. He has a Victorian or neoclassical aspect, but he also evokes the atom in the Sistine Chapel. Crouching Guy, the eighth figure, looks ready to explode into action. He's coiled into his reach for his gun, his backhand clenched into a fist. A year ago, he was stiff, bald, and generic. Now he's a powerhouse, his face fierce with focus. Calling Guy, the ninth figure, is barely even human anymore. His face contorts, mouth open with the animalistic rage of war. Middle and inner triad guys, figures 6 and 7, now have distinct individual persona, as do Gun Guy and Screaming Guy, figures 10 and 11. Sabin was mindful of the rich diversity of soldiers in the Great War, of whom a great percentage were European immigrants. African Americans, Asian Americans, Mexican Americans, and Native American Indians. Sabin included African Americans, inner triad guy and gun guy, as well as a man of apparent Middle Eastern descent, middle triad guy, in this first section. Later sections include a Cherokee man, a Chinese American, and two more African Americans, among other ethnicities. Soldier's Journey is a rare work of art a war memorial that includes the family. Of the 38 figures telling the story of a soldier's journey from home through the hell of trench warfare in Europe, seven are female. For purposes of memorializing this war to end all wars, it's essential to remember that soldiers who fight and die leave behind broken-hearted loved ones. Even so, Sabin intended not to glorify war and its atrocities, but to speak to the deep brotherhood of arms, our common losses, and our shared grief. From the beginning to the end of the relief, figures are intertwined and overlapping. We are all connected. We are dependent on each other, especially during times of hardship, conflict, and loss. We remember our fallen soldiers, their valor and their sacrifices, as we remember our own humanity. In Flanders' fields the poppies grow Between the crosses row on row That mark our place, And in the sky the larks still bravely singing Fly scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, Saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, And now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, To you from failing hands we throw the torch, be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, words by John McRae in 1915, piano accompaniment by John Philip Sousa, 1920. A soldier's journey ends with our hero's triumphant return home, a section we anticipate completing in early 2023. The Allied powers defeated the Central Powers in 1918. A hundred and some years later, the time draws nigh for a memorial to World War One in our nation's capital. For the installation, our doughboys and the daughter and mother go now to the foundry in England. We're all working together in the studio to send them off. In a time of more and closer togetherness than we ever expected, we've built an open-hearted and respectful, often playful, sometimes irreverent, community of good-spirited souls. Sabin and I were grateful to be able to bring Madeline into the life of the studio during her remote learning. What a gift for a young woman. And so I acknowledge the hard work, commitment, and can-do shine of everyone in the studio. Sabin, whom we fondly call Il Duce, talented sculptor Charlie Mostow, who was a Buddhist monk in a past life, and whose beautiful wife Jessica Artman, an accomplished painter in her own right, cooks better than I ever will. Sculptor Raymond, whose shyness about publicity belies his MacGyver-like ingenuity. High-spirited model, tech genius, and television actor Mark Puchinski. Working hard, hardly working actor and singer Zach Labresco, one of the kindest people anywhere. Handsome Anton Floyd, whose time as a Marine gave a proud bearing to his pose. Gorgeous singer, dancer, actor, and multilingual Evelyn Christina Tun, our standing mom and heroic mom model and the grace of the studio. Good-natured opera singer and model Mackenzie Rogers, who pitched in to help me with clerical scutwork. Charismatic René Ifra, who earned worldwide acclaim in the TV series Homeland. Elegant, upbeat Chad Blaylock, who brings good vibes with him. And young art student Christian Nozel, who's eager to do anything at all to help us out and to learn from Sabin. About Paul-Emile Sandron the crucial model for the heroic father and soldier, and my co-conspirator in our documentary, Superhuman, Sabin Howard Sculpts the National World War I Memorial, I can only say Paul rocks. He's a creative genius in his own right. I look forward to following his career over the next few decades. Shout out to our gifted photographers, Andrew Holtz and Crystal Cox, to our inimitable Mario Monti, carpenter, woodworker, and problem solver. To accountants Nancy Luiso and Barry Albano of Chandling and Landsman and bookkeeper Dominique Brondell, the three of whom keep our numbers tight and straight, and to former Armory Ranger and veteran Chris Renberg, thank you for your service, Chris, who advised me about security. Of particular note, brilliant attorney Kim Larson of Bressler Amory, whose counsel has been indispensable and whose bomb-proof personality is an inspiration to me. You folks are awesome. It's a privilege and a delight to work with all these extraordinary people. Stay tuned for further dispatches as the Doughboys arrive at Penguin Edition's foundry and reincarnate as bronze sculptures.